This is Idaho Sports Talk with Prater in the Ball Game on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 1350 AM. The Ticket. What's going on? Welcome back. Idaho Sports Talk, Prater in the Ball Game. And Prater, we've been talking about this interview. Really delighted for an in studio guest in our RowPaint.com studio. He is a football analyst, the assistant to the head coach, a former Boise High grad, College of Idaho grad. And if you follow football, uh, a lot of people out there, you know who Andy Benoit is. Really one of the sharp, young, rising minds in this sport, so much so that Sean McVay's like, I got to hire this dude, right? And he's with us right now. Andy Benoit, mm-hmm. what's going on? Hey, Welcome to I, Idaho Sports Talk. I appreciate that. It's a very generous introduction. Thank, <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> appreciate you, man. I, I'll just start. How did this opportunity present itself? You basically essentially went from a journalist analyst to an NFL front office position. You don't mm-hmm. see that happen too much, Andy. How did it happen in your case? In my case, it happened. I've known, so I was at Sports Illustrated from 2013 through 2019, basically. And I, I met Sean. I've known him since that first year at Sports Illustrated. He had just gotten the Washington tight end coach. He got coordinator job the next year. And so I, you know, we go back in that sense. And we're the same age, basically. And we kind of have the same worldview and uh I think there was just a, a real mutual respect there. And Sean was great. Um, I mean, he's who taught me the run game. I, he would stay late at the office, and we'd watch film over the phone, and mm-hmm. he'd teach me the basics of the run game. I mean, he's taught me way more than just the run game, but that was yeah. where we really got going on the football stuff. And I just thought the world of him, and, and uh, we got to be better friends as time went along. What went into the decision? Maybe it was easy, maybe it wasn't. I mean, you were on one kind of career path in journalism and whatnot, and obviously Coach McVeigh says, hey, I have an idea for you. What went into the decision to say, okay, I'm going to stop doing what I'm with, with this football pursuit, and I'm going to pursue another career surrounded in football as well? Well, my whole when I first started with all of it, because I, I, I'm not, I, I never saw myself as a football junkie or like into the X's and O's necessarily. I even have told people way back when I first knew Prater when I was young and coming up, like, I don't like X's and O's. I don't like that stuff. Um, but I, when I got to SI especially, and even before that, I was at the New York Times and CBS before that, I felt like I want to know what I'm talking about. And I want to know, you know, if I have a platform, I feel like there's a responsibility to know what you're talking about. <laughs> so um, I would meet with the coaches around the league, and the more I did that, the more I gained appreciation for the details of football. And over time, it just became more and more, and it got to where I was setting guys up for interviews with other coaches and kind of playing matchmaker even with teams. And um, I realized that's the world I like to be in. I respect these coaches so much, and, and I appreciate that they appear to respect me. And so... After 2019, there was another head coach that had texted me kind of asking him about the front office idea, and it's something I had never thought about. You're always too candid when you respond to texts on something you've never thought about, and it's probably a blessing. Like if I had time to think, maybe I wouldn't have responded well. But I, you know, I was lukewarm on it and kind of told him that. Maybe, maybe I'm qualified, maybe I'm not, I said. And I went and watched after the the Rams had just been in the Super Bowl, they lost to New England. And I went to Sean's house that spring to watch the Super Bowl with him. It was kind of for a Sports Illustrated project and kind of just to catch up. Um, And I had just mentioned that that coach had texted me in passing, and he said, oh, if you ever want to go that route, you know, call me first. So then now that's two head coaches that have reached out. So it kind of shifted my thinking 
And I realize that that's probably where it, what I do and what I value most is the most valued is on mm-hmm. is on the front office coaching staff side of things. Awesome. Talking football with longtime Boise resident Andy Benoit, now living in the Los Angeles area, football analyst for the Los Angeles Rams, assistant to Sean McVay. I want to ask specifically what you're doing with the Rams and with Coach McVay, but let me ask you and take you back to last week. Congratulations on the Super Bowl win. You played a small part of that, but you played a part in it, and that's a pretty cool deal. So how how do you feel like you contributed to the Super Bowl? And I guess I'm just asking a stupid question about, do you get a ring? <laughs> the, the, the ring, I've been asked that a lot. Um, I think all of that is is – it, it just varies from one team to the next. So obviously I'm not a player and I'm not a coach, so I'm not on the first list of who would get a ring. So I don't know the answer to that question. I did get sized for it right before we left. Nice. Uh, they had like eight guys come in to size, eight people from, from is it Jostens? Is that who makes the yes. rings? Yeah. Yes. I mean, they had a ton of representatives there. It, it's but Wow. Um, yeah, but, but they all went one at a time. It's not like they were all, you know, they could have done it with two or three, but uh you know what? Were, what would you ask me before I started thinking about the ring? Now you got me worrying about the the ring size, and but I want to know about the ring. No, in terms of just how you soaked in the Super Bowl, how you felt about your contribution, and and, and it's just got to be just a, this enormous sense of pride. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. There definitely is a sense of pride, and you know the projects I do go straight to to Sean or Raheem Morris, our defensive coordinator, and and then it's up to them what to do with the information from there. Of course, I, I feel great about what they had me do and and I felt like one thing I really gained an appreciation for that I probably didn't have going in is how important everyone is to a football team. Now someone in my position, it's you know, I, I wouldn't show up on a bar graph with Aaron Donald or any of our coaches or Stafford or whoever. So I, I don't have any uh illusions about that. But the amount of work that goes into just letting everything operate smoothly and putting people, the, the real studs and talents in, in the easiest position for them to succeed, you know, there's a lot of people that do a lot there. So equipment guys, training staff, other front office guys, certainly. I mean, everyone in the building has a very distinct role and is important. And that's a cliche, but what I also found with the NFL is those cliches are, are valid. You know, winning is everything. It really is. You know, if you're if you're there, you're there for a reason. And if you don't have a reason, you're not going to be there very long. So, what is your reason? What do you do? Tell us, kind of give us the Cliff Notes version. Don't give away all the trade industry secrets. But what do you do for the Rams? Yeah, I um, I scout our side of things a little bit, and then I, I I'll scout the opposing team. Um, and sometimes you're scouting a couple weeks out in advance. And when you say scout, is this all through film work? It's all through film work. There's a the Rams in every team, I'm sure, but the Rams have a very ex- expansive film system and setup. I mean, it's whatever you want to see from anything that you can think of, you could see. Dude. So, uh, yeah, and it's and you can organize it in any any which way. So if you said, hey, I want to see every time Cooper Cup motions from the slot to the wide side of the field in a three-by-one formation against two deep safety looks, <laughs> you could pull that up in 10 seconds and you'd have everyone he ever did if you wanted. So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm always on that system. I'm on that system all the time. And I watch all the other games around the league and make video cut-ups for our coaches because, uh, you know, they, they, they don't have time to sit and watch all the games. But we're always copycatting and stealing and working off of different ideas. So that's basically, I mean, it's very similar to what I did at, at Sports Illustrated. It's just that hmm. it's a you know, it's more detailed, it's a little bit deeper, and uh, it's it's valued differently. I feel, you know, I don't, you don't have to worry about is it entertaining to anybody when you're studying this and writing it. You just, is it helpful or not? 
That that computer program sounds like a ride at Disneyland for me, Prater. Talk about just geeking out and having fun with that type of stuff. Andy Benoit in studio with a Super Bowl champion. He's a yote. He's a Boise Brave, and he's a football analyst and the assistant to Sean McVay with the L.A. Rams. Where did your love for football come from, man? That one I don't know because I it's, it does not run in my family. I mean, they, we've got a lot of Rams fans in the family now, but it's you know I don't have any football people in my DNA. My earliest memories as a kid was watching football on TV, and I love the uniforms. There's something about the uniforms in football that really drew me in. So I've always been into it since I was two and a half years old, and I don't. I have no idea otherwise. This is your life now, though. I mean, you're you're diving in, and, and you just won a Super Bowl with the Rams. Uh, I, I'm assuming you you want to come back. I mean, where does a career like where you are right now? Because you're still a young guy. Where, what's the end game here for a guy like you? Yeah, I'm I'm 35, so I don't know. That feels you know. I get sensitive now. I see players, and they're you know 33, 34, and you hear someone say, "Ah, oh, they're getting old." You think, "Oh, that guy's not old. That's nah, not old." Man. <laughs> yeah, so. But yeah, no, I'm 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 35. I don't know exactly what the end game would be. Um, you know, I just learned that I love football, and I love that as long as I'm doing something with pro football that that matters, that matters to someone, uh, and has some kind of difference. That's I used to think a lot about what's the career end game. I'm sure I had called you up a lot, Prater, when we first were getting to know each other over the years. Hopefully I didn't give you any bad advice, like stay in journalism for a no, I think God. I think you told me to try to get in with the Rams now. <laughs> yes! But, um, I, don't, I don't know. I've just learned it, 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 one, you know, one moment at a time, which I hate to be the cliche guy on that as well. But there, you know, your stability in the NFL, no matter who you are, is so tenuous anyway. You really have no choice but to just live in the moment and focus on what you have at hand because there's a lot going on right then and there. And then the season ends and a lot of things change and guys go to new places and it kind of all starts again. Andy Benoit, make me smarter on this. Uh, explain to me Cooper Cup's season. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously teams are trying to take him away probably every single play. And smart people are trying to take him away. But no one could take him away. I know, it's incredible. Like, what the hell happened? I mean, explain this season. Yeah. Well, first of all, Sean said it best about Cup a few weeks ago. I think he told one of the broadcasters that everything, Cup is better in every, he's a little bit better than you expect in every which way. So he's a little faster than you'd guess. He's a little stronger than you'd guess, a little smarter than you'd guess. You know, it's, he's always just a little bit better than you guess. So that's part of it. His work ethic is off the charts. He's there every day with, with Stafford at 6 a.m. watching film. They, they, that got some attention on some of the broadcaster breakfast club that was that's real. I wasn't something where they did it once or twice a week and said, "Oh, that's what we do." That that was their routine. Every day they're there early, working together and building that chemistry. So Cup really he sees the game a lot like a quarterback sees the game, and I can't express what a, a wonderful person he is. Like I, I think of he's as great a person as he is football player. I think really highly of him and his humility is is critical because he does all the dirty work for us as well. So there's no amount of detail that's too small. He blocks, he, he'll, he'll be the decoy when he has to be. Um, and then, you know, to put it, to make it, you said make you smarter, I think to put it specifically into football terms, when you have receivers who are really good operating inside as opposed to just being outside receivers, that can be a really valuable asset because those guys are going to get matched on linebackers or safeties at times. 
Um, the way we line up, the guys, the, the receivers are usually tight to the formation, so they have a two-way go. Cup can go left or right in theory. Um, you know, the, the defense has to defend the whole field with the way that we use our wide receivers. So that's a big part of it as well, um, is, is Cup really fits our style of play perfectly. He's as good a scheme fit as there is. And that's not to say he doesn't transcend the scheme, of course, because we saw this year that he does. Uh, but he, but he's just in a perfect situation, and he's done a great job of making that situation for himself too. What's it like working for Coach McVeigh? What, what's he like behind the scenes? Maybe talk about your you know relationship and how much you interact with him, and what's what's the dude like? And I, I guess more importantly, how big's his house? His his house is I can I can say that one because it's all over the internet. I think it's six <laughs> bedrooms, and I remember I stayed there when he first got the Rams job. We did a project together, and I. I got to stay at that house for the first night. He had the best sheets I've ever encountered <laughs> on a oh, bed. The, they were slippery, but not too, you know, they were just right. <sighs> they were just right. And his, his mom, I guess, is a, a high-level interior designer and had been in charge of all that stuff. Nice. So he had the sheets, and I remember one of the walls of the house uh, basically retracts. It's a retractable wall, and it looks out over the the valley there in uh, in Los Angeles. So... He's got a he's got a fun place to be, but you know our our office is very I don't want to say run of the mill, but it's bare bones. It's a, it's a football environment, and we're real lucky that we I mean it is just so much football in the office, and uh, he's in there a lot grinding away. He is more impressive than I realized now that I've gotten to you know be in meetings and be with him every day and see how he really operates. Um, his football knowledge is it's better than anyone I've ever seen. It's not even close. Wow. And I haven't spent, you know, I haven't sat with Belichick for days at a time or anything. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of great brains in the NFL, but those tricks that he does, you know, the, those, um, the you know, where he remembers every play you ever mention. I mean, if you said what was uh, the third and eight call in 2015 at the 40 yard line in the second half against Detroit when He's you were in Washington, he, would, he could recite that whole play call. That's not a, that's, I call it a trick. It's not a party trick. That's him. That's just how he is. I don't know how he does that. Um, so uh-huh. he's and what's more remarkable is that even better than his football acumen is probably his emotional intelligence. I mean, he's a great leader. He brings out the best in people. He's very charismatic, of course, um, and he's very humble too. I mean, he, he he does not have all the answers, and he's the first to tell you that. Andy, what about next year? Well, actually, let me ask you two questions. There's been a lot of talk about Coach McVeigh and even Aaron McDonald, Aaron Donald coming back next year. I, I find that to be a lot of media conjecture. I, I assume both of those guys are coming back. It's we, we heard the parade, what, run it back. Run it back, I yeah. think his wife, Coach McVeigh's wife, said something about this morning. He's not retiring. So I'm assuming they're both coming back. I don't know what you know about that, but tell me what you think about the Rams next year and how much of a chance they have to repeat. Yeah, well, I'm assuming that as well. Yeah, I, I think we expect everybody, everyone to be back. And, uh, you know, we have a few guys that are free agents that we'll have to figure out. Von Miller's a free agent. Odell Beckham, kind of our big midseason pickup. So mm-hmm. we, have, we have a lot of valuable guys that are, are, you know, rotational players that are free agents. Every team has that, though. So our, our core guys will be back. I, I'm sure the expectation around the building will be to succeed and, and, you know, thrive to the extent that we can. And hopefully that's enough for a Super Bowl again. What are you doing back in Boise? Just season's over, you get some time off and just spend it with family and whatnot, Andy? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, walking walking around the North End a lot. And uh, um, it was great, you know, during the season, nice. everyone was so excited 
to that because this football thing's new for all of us, my friends and family and all that. The football thing being on the inside, living somewhere else. Um, So everyone came and saw us during the season. It was great. Every home game we had visitors come in for a while. We'll see if that happens again now that the novelty of it has worn off. (laughs) Um, So we feel like we kind of owed we owed some people a visit to them now too. And we we love. I mean, I love Boise. I absolutely Mm -hmm. love Boise. Andy Benoit, best of luck. Again, congratulations on the Super Bowl and everything you're doing in football and chasing your dreams and your passions. Great to see such a success story. And obviously, you stopping by our ropepaint.com studio and giving us this interview. Thanks a lot, man. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys. Absolutely, man. Good stuff. Uh, Andy Benoit in our studio. That was a lot of fun, Prater. Coming up. Let's hop on that soapbox, and you can hear why I'm going to say get off it today. That's next. Prater on the ballgame, Idaho Sports Talk, KTIK, the ticket.